previously on Guardians of Fahal. The party had a few days off of downtime days, preparing not only for the fighting pit rings, but also for a camping trip with Rhiannon. The appointed day came and Una met her outside the school. And then the two headed into the forest to meet the rest of the party, who had been setting up a glamorous campsite for the evening. Over dinner, Rhiannon worked up the courage to tell Hans and Franz the truth of her family connections and the potential conflict that there could be between her and them and their tribe. However, over the course of the conversation, the twins said they still wanted to know her more and also viewed this as an opportunity to teach her more about the Bendaya so when she eventually returns home to the Iron Valley, she can attempt to broker peace between their tribe of the Bendaya and her father, Lord Gabriel Belmont of the Iron Valley, who would like to get rid of them. After learning more about her life, the party decided to switch to less serious topics and enjoy the night of frivolity ahead of them. Um, so I think what happened was she was like, we should play she games, like what, what kind games. of games do you guys want to play? And y'all were like, yeah, she brought chess, backgammon, and cards, like multiple card decks. Okay. So, and she's like, there's a lot of different, t I mean, chess and backgammon basically are chess and backgammon, Wait, but they there's are like a other? few different card games you can play. <laughs> no, but I mean like, they are what they are versus with a deck of cards, you can play a couple different types of games. So, or she's like, we could have music and do dancing or whatever. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know well, there was what a, to do for there was a game that, uh, when you're camping. One of my earlier uh, masters played when I when we were living in the Iron Valley. Um, after a day at the, the in the in the blacksmith, he'd get out a deck of cards and we'd just play a simple game of war. Are you familiar? Mm, I mean, right, it's, yep. it's kind of... I'm oddly surprised that I've lived in the same place you have, but um, I, I'm certain you're familiar with, with the card game of war. Yeah. Is this Josh yeah Are you game? not familiar with the card game of okay. war? Probably. Good no. lord, I did not realize. No, I'm not. So, so she, oh, yeah. yeah so no, it's, it's like the most stupid, war. simple card game. In, in the world, because it's all down to chance. Well, there's a little bit of reflexes in it. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, it's kind of yeah. like Blackjack. It's no, not Blackjack. Um, slap, okay. Slapjack? Slapjack. Yeah. yeah, except war, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's simply highest card wins. And if you get doubles, then you have a side battle to then get highest mm -hmm. card yeah. wins. Yeah, we could do that. There's only, we'd have to pair up though and do it because, um, it's two versus two, so there's six of us. Can we do three do versus three? Uh, how many how many decks do you have? Yes, that's what I meant. I have three decks. How convenient! And you guys each have decks of cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Otherwise, there's she suggests she calls it King's Court, but it's basically oh, sure, that's fine. King's Court. Yeah, I'll involve okay. myself with some no more noble nonsense. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
she'll kind of ask who knows the rules, who doesn't know the poker? rules, and then explain how it works. Um, probably uh, traditional poker. Like five card stud, five card draw, five card stud, seven. Rowan automatically wins. He's already <laughs> naked. <laughs> we gotta start um, hacking off limbs as he loses hands. I would say three. I'd say three card five. draw is probably the way to do okay. it. So card draw or five, five card, five card draw. Stud. Yep. Yep. So yeah, she would teach you guys poker. Now, uh, I kind of was thinking this could be like a bit of a skill challenge, like a roll off, but I wanted to see how each of you tries to win this, like win this game, because obviously there's a bluffing element. So I was like, you could do rolls to see like if you can kind of just straight up bluff or you could try to- uh... Rowan would lose immediately. Yep. Ozzy would probably or, lose immediately. Or you could do it as like a you could you you could try to do a persuasion check to make it seem like you have a better hand than you do. Can I do like a sleight of hand check? check. <laughs> yeah, you could try. Why you cheat? Hey, that's my only skill I have here. And it's a game it's between friends, and you're gonna cheat us. <laughs> yep, <laughs> friendly <laughs> game. No. Mm-hmm. Nora would probably oh, just sit out game. because the idea of the game itself makes her uncomfortable. Whereas Rowan's like poker? gambling? Yeah. She doesn't like I the know, idea Rowan of yes. uh, Rowan has a Rowan cheating and bluffing. <laughs> mm. Mm, okay. It's definitely the bluff, the deception. No, Rowan, Rowan likes the games part of yeah. it, not the, the gambling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, he definitely well, doesn't not, have a gambling addiction. She doesn't have anything to... She's not proposing you guys bet money. She doesn't introduce that as a way to play the game. Right. She just is like, it's whoever... Like, you have to pretend you have a stronger hand. Like, she's not going to bet against you guys because she would have more money to, like... Does she have more money on her, though? This isn't about future, you know, oh, when I get home, I can pay you back. Yeah. This is what you have on Yeah, you. this is... Well, I, I brought... 500 gold pieces. Can we just use that? <laughs> I mean, we could play for copper, right? Penny poker. <laughs> you guys just want to. If she even has coppers. Yeah. I mean, she actually doesn't really have money with her. Oh, well, yeah. Why would she? She's all about that plastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's got that Onyx card. Yep. So then how do you want to do this? Honey? No, I think we could, I th- we could do? do some we could do some rolls and see like and I would say if you can justify what skill you're using, you could use that skill. So basically whatever tact if you want to use your cunning to win this game or you feel like you have good tactics from whatever or you're trying to be like I'm going to insight check to see if my enemies, like if my enemies, my enemies. yeah, my enemies are lying to me. Um, so it's basically, I'm kind of treating this as a skill challenge where you, if you can justify the skill you're going to use and how you're going to use it, I will let you use that instead of like just roll of the dice. Yeah, I mean, Hans and Franz would definitely be using insight to a. Do my opponents have a better hand than me, or B, do they have a worse hand than me? Um, you know, to to figure out, am I in a good position to to win this hand? Okay. Same. So you two are both <laughs> using insight. Aaron, what are you gonna do for Rowan? Well, my best skills are um, intimidation and athletics. You'll bet again. 
<laughs> I mean, I would call that legit. Like uh, so intimidating someone, yeah. not necessarily physically fr- threatening them, but just being really intense and kind of making them second guess themselves yeah. would be maybe a form of intimidation. It, yeah, maybe it's not because like, what's my deception? Oh, my deception is plus two. Okay, I thought it was worse than that. My insight is zero. Um, maybe it's like a. I'm intimidating you by you can't tell if I'm lying. Right. Well, you just do everything yeah. without hesitation. Yeah. So it's like, oh, is that good or bad? <laughs> right. Because that is a way to play poker. Mm-hmm. We get you some sunglasses. We can't see your eyes. Sure, I'll use them. No, he just turns them off. They're just glows. <laughs> Oh, he's intimidation. Sure, why not? Sure. Okay. Uh, Andrew, what are you using for the skill challenge? Uh, athletics. No. <laughs> persuasion. You're using persuasion? Okay. Either, I... make, either make it sound like I have a better hand or make it sound like I have a, like, seem like I, I have a worse hand. Can I actually yeah. use perception to see if I can recognize any tells on anyone's face? Or would that be more insight? That would probably more be insight. more insight. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I have a two for insight and a plus five for perception. Otherwise, everything else is stealth, survival, sleight of hand. Probably should be cheating. I mean, perception, you could see if anyone is is taking extra cards or whatever, or if Rhiannon is dealing from the bottom of the deck. <laughs> yeah, well, but that would be also more insight, too, to see if someone is cheating. Yeah. No, no, no. Perception is to see if someone is physically cheating. Yeah, you'd have to see if anyone's physically cheating. Which... Insight is if someone is lying. Right, which I mean, the only one that would lying. be, I think, willing and or able to cheat. I don't think that they would cheat. So I'll do insight. Okay. All right. Let's roll and see who gets the highest. I'm actually going to roll in game because that makes this a little more fun. Oh, let's so. do it. Yeah, let's do it in roll 20. Oh. Roll a d20 no. and then add one. No. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, so shoot. that is an 18 for Megan. Okay. Uh, 13 for Hans and Franz. Oh! Chill. <clears throat> the aggressiveness of Rowan. Blank face, just laying down cards. <laughs> yeah, perfect poker face. Yep. I show so, no emotion. So yeah, I have. Rowan definitely wins this round because Rhiannon, even with her bonus to insight, is only got a plus four. So, yeah. <laughs> and she rolled like garbage. So. <laughs> Wow, Rowan, you're very good at this game. Thank you. I have never played before. Yeah, remember it. <laughs> uh, we'll do a round two. Okay. Fight. Fight. Um, this time, I think I'm gonna try perception. Okay. About you know people maybe moving their cards around, organizing them in a certain nice. way. Oof, man. Jesus. I'm not Dang cut it. out for poker. 13 again. So it looks like, oh Jesus. Okay, I beat you. Megan, <laughs> Megan just barely. It's a. It basically Rhiannon folds very early, um, and then Hans and Franz goes a little bit further, but then doesn't quite get there. Um, Josh, your Hans and Franz um, is doing okay, but. It's really between Una and and Rowan this time. Like, there's a lot more intensity, and Una just barely like manages to make it and ends up having the stronger hand. <laughs> I had kings, and you had queens. That was a very good hand. I think we should play this game more often, Rowan. I think so too. Mm-hmm. 
Rihanna's like, I'm so happy we're not playing for money. This is not my night for games. <laughs> do you normally play it for money? Some do. I I've I don't usually gamble, but a lot of the noble lords will play for money. Hmm. There's more than a few of them that have, have some gambling habits. Doesn't sound what like is good. gambling? Huh? What is gambling? It's when you risk money. Oh. It's or what I we were doing the other day, Rowan. Oh. Right. Okay. Well, I suppose you could also say that uh, a life of adventure is a bit of gambling because you're gambling with your life. Mm -hmm. I suppose that could be true. Anytime you're in politics, that is also a form of gambling as well, so... How do you mean? Well, you normally have to take gambles on who you're going to trust and who you're going to make alliances with and hope that they don't actually back out or have an interior motive. Politics sounds complicated. It is very complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Part two! Electric <laughs> 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 Um... Sometimes those complications are needed, though, in order to better a society. True. It just depends. Uh, did you want to play another hand, or did you guys want to play a different game, or...? Well... It's time for a song. We could do a song. Actually, a song song, if we want to hear that one. Song, 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 song. I'd love to play you here, Una. What? Play, play you here? Play here, Una? <laughs> <laughs> Well, here you play. I love the play, Una. Like, because if she said she wants to hear song, song, Rhonda obviously doesn't yeah. know song, song. No, so. you, you said play you, said you play here. You no, play here you play. Here Sorry, you yes. play. here you play. Yes. Grammar's weird. Grammar okay. is weird. Are you learning another language and no. you just messed up the grammatical order? Okay. <laughs> weird is grammar. Dude, I have no. I'm just gonna roll in roll twenty today. I'm being lazy. So, <laughs> oh, it's not terrible. Okay. Yeah, that's that's it. Because I have no bonus to uh, performance. performance. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Up, it's above it's a, average. Yes, it's an above average performance. Yep. Barely above, but above. Rowan starts swaying. <laughs> Rhiannon, did you want to try to learn how to play the flute? Oh, wait, I have a plus three to that. So it's a 15 because it's a flute. Ooh. So yeah, that's right, I forgot proficient. about that. My tool proficiency. Mm-hmm. Rana, did you want to try and learn how to play the flute? You said you've played other instruments before. Um, I've had, tr I've tried to learn the flute before, and it hasn't gone very well. But I could play, I could accompany you with my harp or another instrument if you want. Sure. Do you want to play a song, and I'll try to follow your lead? Uh, sure. Otherwise, I could try to have you lead that song, and then I try to follow. Well, I, I do have the sheet music. If you can read. Oh, that. I can. Yep, I can read sheet music. Okay, so um, I would. I'll break I'd it out of my scroll. Music. Mm -hmm. I would break it out of my flute case that mm -hmm. I pulled my flute from and pull out the sheets of music and okay. hand it to her and then give her a little bit and then start playing again mm -hmm. when she gets caught up. Okay. She uh, casts Dancing Light just for a little bit of like backlighting so she can see mm -hmm. the music a little bit easier. And then she pulls out a uh, little... This time, you've, you've seen her with her heart before, but in her bag, she actually pulls out like a violin. Oh, like a small violin. How cute. Ooh! <laughs> oh! God. That's a seven. You're like, you're like playing it slowly so that she can catch up and it's just making it bad. Yep. <laughs> you get little squeaks every now and then. Okay. So Rihanna remembers how you played it the first time and with the music in front of her, with her perform 
her performance she's got this it's like a 21 so she she catches in and adds it adds a nice melancholy to it because the flute is sad but like the violin just has that extra sad sound to it i guess i would say as a musical mm -hmm. instrument so it, it sounds more like when song first played it how because he had multiple instruments yep i should add my finished ocarina to my inventory uh do the rest of you play instruments I just hammer on an anvil. Done. No. Oh, I never <laughs> learned. Would you like to learn? I mean, I can keep a steady beat. Maybe. I have a spare flute. <laughs> I can play the drums, but I do not have one with me. Yeah, I don't have a drum either. I suppose I could use my body as a drum. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and at that point, oh it just God. sounds like, like, knocking wood with wood so that it's not yep. like you know a typical <laughs> drum sound either mm -hmm. Actually, i like those 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 things we used to have them in they sound really cool I was like, okay. mm -hmm. yeah yeah the hollowed out cylinders yeah with the little 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 hammer um yeah. keep playing yeah. music until it gets mm -hmm. too late and then well, after a little bit, Rhiannon uh, asks, it's like, would you just like to listen to music instead of playing so we could keep talking? Sure. Sure. And then she uh, goes into her bag. Who's gonna her, play? Her bag huh? Who's gonna play? Oh, I have a, I have a special um, music box that plays the music. So she pulls out like a little crafted, tinkered music box and... Um, opens it and starts like turning one of the dials in it and is like what sort of music do you want it to play something good not beat upbeat okay so more like a jig free bird <laughs> <laughs> oh what's that celtic song that goes no we played that all through high school i'm never listening to that song again <laughs> dropkick murphy's <laughs> um, they're Celtic. No, she would, uh, Ed Sheeran, Ish. Misty Eyes, or Misty Mountain. Nah, there you there go. You go. Oh, goodness. That's my jam. So we Bad have zombies. <laughs> so we had one person who asked for upbeat music, and you guys are picking more sad songs. So which do you want? <laughs> I believe, as the, the person who requested first, he gets first All pick. Right. She, will, she, <laughs> she will pick a happier sounding, like, jig that you would probably hear like during a festival that you would dance to boots and pants and boots and pants um and then she kind of like smiles and is like you know if we're playing happy music we kind of have to dance and she'll like go over and actually like pull like uh nora up by her feet and is like pulls her up by her feet no pulls her up onto her feet and is like <laughs> you dan you nobles dance fucking weird. Apparently you dance upside down. <laughs> what did you say, Sam? I said apparently you dance upside down. I'm on my hands. Apparently. <laughs> she pulls you up onto your feet and is like, you should like it's like you we like, should dance. You can dance if you want to. Friends behind. Been a long time since <laughs> I danced. So you can tell that Nora's a little nervous. And she'll kind of whisper to you, you're like you'll do fine. And then you hear her say something and you feel like a extra boost of like confidence as she casts enhance ability on you. Oh, all right. Nora will do like that, you know, like when like 
girlfriends are out dancing, just having mm -hmm. fun. She'll just like be like dancing with Rayonin and mm -hmm. stuff. And she'll pull Una up too. Una doesn't dance. That's the one skill that I actually told myself that Una wasn't going to be able to do. So she's going to be you and Rowan, very you and Rowan awkward. <laughs> yeah, Nora's kind of corner. like that. If I have to do this, so do you. So she's yeah. just pulling you up anyway. She doesn't care. <laughs> like Una would probably just stand there and sway. Like it was something that like out of all of her things, like this is that one thing that she just doesn't feel comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. So she she just dances and sways way back and forth a little fun. bit. Yep. Hobbs and Franz goes out and just dads it up. Yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sprinkler. I always picture. I, I always picture Nora like dancing with Hobbs. I the Vendayan dances being a lot more feet. Mm. Yeah, like, that's um, kind of like you see like 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 in my head it was like a mix of like Zulu Swahili and the Hakka just like lots of feet and like big arm movements I I I don't know about the rest of the tribe but I feel like Hans and Franz just likes to move It's kind of he I'm just, imagining this as like Avatar the Last Airbender, the dance in the cave. And you're the guy that's arms waving. I was literally just thinking that too. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Oh man. But no, Hans and Franz likes to move. Yeah. He'll go out and yeah. get 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 jiggy with it. Alright. Josh, is your Hans and Franz dancing? Yeah, but he's tried to like move with the, the notes. Mm. Um, so like, you know, lots of, mm -hmm. lots of feet. And if there's like a steady rhythm somewhere yep. in there, he's usually, he's moving his hands right. in that way, well, but otherwise his, his feet are just like Going. lightning. Yeah. Uh, Rhiannon kind of sees you trying to match the beat and says, these are actually, uh, dance is that there are steps to, do you want me to show you how to do them? Or do you want to just freestyle? There's an established dance. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you guys can keep freestyling. I could just see you were trying to match your feet up to the beat. So she'll actually, like, put you guys in, a, like, a line and say, all right, so this is the first step. And she'll kind of, like, demonstrate you go forward with your left foot and then your right foot on this beat. And then you put cross. With, and then you are supposed to cross with the other foot dancers. Foot bus stop. Yeah, Una is super confused. <laughs> super, super fucking confused. She keeps monster mashing it. Uh -huh. Una, yeah, Una's like watching and like tries to follow and is like six steps behind everybody else with the four so other then you're right on beat because it's a six step no. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> oh my gosh no but she'll teach you she'll kind of teach you this is more of like a group dance where everyone kind of crosses partners constantly and there's like moving forward with feet and then crossing then linking up hands in circle and then people crossing which ways together and going to opposite sides so it's a, it's very much a group coordinated dance so oh, i'm not, not running into people so that's good yeah so <laughs> <laughs> well there's a couple times where like the circle will switch directions so you'll all be going clockwise and then it'll go to counterclockwise and una's like wait oh crap crap yep. switch. Those, those moments trip una up pretty bad <laughs> Which is so strange because she's so stealthy and light on her feet. She just she's awkward and can't dance. It's a different skill set, exactly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she'll teach you guys how to dance. She'll kind of recommend different songs and say there's ones that are more um, more complicated. Uh, normally, any ones that involve lifts are complicated. Lifts involve what now? Lifts. Can can you demonstrate who's strong enough to hold you? 
Are we all strong enough to hold you? How how heavy does she look? Like, is she like my um, build? I would say that she probably weighs like, um, let's see, she's five, six. What's a healthy weight for a so like 130? Pounds. Probably um, like 130 or 140. Cause she's not like super slender. Like she's a little bit more curvy, but she's not like super curvy, but she's also not super, like she's a little bit athletic from riding horses. So I don't know. She's probably yeah. like 140-ish or something like that. Okay, uh, Hans and Franz, as she points to Hans and Franz, Andrews, can you can you help Rihanna and show us these lifts? Sure. Okay, so basically she'll kind of show that like the partners will do like, uh, they'll be holding hands and then they'll like do feet movement. And then there's like a small lift where the, you, the other partner will put the hand like under the rib cage and do like a light spin lift. And then you'll switch partners and like go on to the next person in the circle, so. Okay. So. And he does this. Okay, that's basically the dance. This is considered more of an elegant dance that you would learn at court and do because it's like, oh, you gotta show, you gotta show that you're coordinated enough to do this and like be graceful when you like pick somebody up and set them down. So it's good because I can pick things up and put them down. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's also important. You have to be like as the as the one getting picked up. You kind of have to be able to like move with them. Like so, when they pick you up, you're not like dragging your feet. Yeah. I suppose there goes a lot of trust when doing that, huh? Yeah, basically. I've, I've been to a few dances where I felt bad because I really don't think the person could have picked me up, like should have tried to pick me up, but they did. And it's it's always a little worrying. <laughs> like, Why shouldn't they have picked you up? Well, maybe they were a little on the older side or they just didn't look as strong. Hmm. I mean, it would certainly be unfortunate in front of all those people if they just dropped you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not a high lift. Actually, Hans and Franz picks me up pretty high when he... Normally, it's just a light lift, but, you know, <laughs> extra theatricality. Yeah. Raise me up. <laughs> he just goes into, like, the pose from, like, Dirty That's Dancing. That's what I was thinking <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I've had the time of my life. Yeah. Yep. The run and That's jump. That's exactly what I'm imagining. Sure. I figured exactly what Lizzie was talking about because she's basing this on, like, medieval dances. Yeah. Yep, the lift. Yep, there's. I, I actually went down a rabbit hole of researching medieval dances. No. You just researching? No way. No. The only thing that's different is like a lot more of the dances in the medieval ages were very far mm -hmm. apart because they were very heavily regulated by the church. So I feel like the ones in this culture would be. You could get away with being more close together. Leave room for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> Leave room for Jesus. Well, I didn't realize you wanted to get in on this. You wanted to three. He likes dancing, man. Who? Jesus. Sorry. He likes dancing. Oh. Jesus. I said, leave room for Jesus. I said, I didn't realize you wanted to get in on this, but okay. We can make it a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, way to kill it, Andrew. It's all good. It's fine. It's okay. Um, yeah, but I guess basically she'll just kind of, you know, teach you guys how to dance. She'll do whatever, play games. She's just having a good time being out for the night. Um, probably at some point in the evening, break into like some some stories and stuff. Maybe tell some stories about the Vendaya and, and whatnot. You know, just like, oh, it's getting on towards evening. Let's tell some mm -hmm. maybe scary stories, but probably just start off with just some storytelling. <laughs> You're going to do scary stories. I mean, what else That's do it? you do around a I'm bonfire? Not you, you You're going to... You're gonna do scary stories. That's hilarious. Yeah, I said start off with just some stories. And then if we go into scary stories, I, I don't know what kind of stories people want to tell. What do they want to hear? I don't know. 
We're camping um, with a group of friends. Why wouldn't yeah. we? No, we can yeah. just go around and share stories. Yeah. Yeah. Uno, why don't you tell us a story about, you know, something from your your people? Um, then... Sure. And Una would probably share the story of the fight that her mother died in without letting them know that was the story that she was telling. Okay. But the epic describe... battle that raged on, that's mm -hmm. what she would kind of explain and say that, uh, like her mother, she would call um, the lead ranger, the beautiful warrior, something like that, just mm -hmm. not telling them that it was her mom. Is it a battle that happened on the sea, on land? Uh, in the sea. water, right? Yeah. So it was, um, I, yeah, it was basically, they were protecting a fleet of ships and there was like sea monsters and like supernatural storms and everything going on, so. And the battle that took her life, but she saved hundreds during the struggle, which just shows like her feat of strength, something along those lines, making her that is like a very amazing story. hero. And it's true. Oh. How long ago did that happen? Uh, 20 years ago. So do you know this person? 10 years ago. Oh, was it 10? Yep. Time's really weird when you only age half a year. I know, right? Um, 10 years ago? Uh, yes, I do. She was a great leader of our village and a person I admire greatly. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Because you said she died? Uh, yeah. Uh, she passed away in the battle, but she honors both our tribe and her family by protecting those who she saved. Very honorable. Yeah. I only hope one day I can be as strong and brave as she was in those moments. Anyways, who's next? Um, I will, I will tell the story of the horse. Okay, I guess the, I feel like I've kind of, I kept the hor hor the story of the horse kind of more vague, I guess, where it's like, yeah, it came out of the sea and kind of led the other. Yeah, dogs. but I, I'm not actually going to tell it because yeah, I, I know. don't know it, but yes, whatever version of it that I know mm -hmm. be the Pro version that I tell. Yeah. Probably version of it that you would know is the horse kind of came out of the the foam and was like the first to you know walk upon the land and that uh it let moru then ride on her onto the land and then when moru touched the land that was kind of like seen as her domain forever and then the rest of the gods kind of came out of like the torrent of the sea and the land smashing against each other and then uh the horse followed a, the river which is known as the mare by where you guys live it's the big river that leads from the mountain ranges to the coast and uh it says that the horse followed that river with moru and kind of like she blessed the earth as she walked around so that's probably the version of the story you know which is why your guys's winter village is where it is is because it's on that river Mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. mountains, so that's probably the story version of it you know. Okay. Rather, do you want to tell a story? Well, I... I could certainly do so. I'm not as good of a storyteller as you are, brother. Nonsense, but, brother. Um, you are the natural poet. I think perhaps I shall tell the tale that you and I lived not so many years ago um, with the, the necromancer. Oh, yeah, it's a good story. And, you know, he'll... 
tell about how we met the Raven and the Raven um, gave us the task to deal with the Necromancer um, and, you know, us pursuing the Necromancer into, what was it, like a bunch of um, it was like, like burial mounds that barrels. he had been raising people yeah. from. And, and it was like a really old, old, yeah. like, grave site or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, us finding that and 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 fighting through hordes of skeletons and rotted bodies and uh, until we finally confronted the the man that that deemed to to disturb all mm-hmm. these long dead and yeah you know tell 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 a, an epic tale of Hans and Franz very nice here's a little story all about how no, my life, life got flipped, flipped turned upside, upside down, down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the Prince of Bel Air. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. <laughs> I've been um, very musical today. It's bad. Being musical is fine. What about uh, Nora and Rowan? Nora would probably tell a story that she would have heard about, like, tree spirits and would be thinking very hard if there was, like, a childhood tale of, like, the don't go into the woods alone kind of story that she could maybe tell. Your creepy story? Something a little bit creepier. Um, yeah, there's probably ones, um, from, like, your childhood about just all sorts of nasty monsters that come through the, the portals around your village that basically monsters will slip through and from places of foul magic that twist and sew or, like, you know, children being abducted for foul magic rituals or just beasts in the forest that are hungry that, you know... Stuff like that, probably. She would probably tell it with lots of enthusiasm and, like, you know, monsters. She would actually, like, go, like, monsters, you know, like, it'll, like you know, very, very um, theatrical with it because she's just having fun. Yeah, I like it. Rihanna is impressed with your storytelling. Go ahead. I was going to say, give me a performance check. I want to see if this comes off as more sweet and cute or is it more like I'm trying to be intimidating and I'm succeeding? We'll find out. I mean, either way is great. Okay. <laughs> He's in roll 20. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm, that's pretty good. Are you going for more scary side? Not necessarily. No. Okay. She's not like naturally scary. So I would say it probably comes off a little bit more like, mm-hmm. you know, slightly more cute than intimidating. So. That was a, that was a very good story. Is that, is that stories you grew up with? Mm-hmm. They're the ones that my... Uh, parents used to tell Rowan and I when we were growing up just to make sure we stayed close to home at night. Oh, jeez. Have you ever encountered any of these forest spirits before? Um, nothing like in the stories, no. But then again, I was always too afraid to go out at night anyway, so I never tempted fate. Well, no wonder with stories like that. Do, do any of these spirits have any, have names? Uh, some of them do. I mean, we... We had a spirit in our home. We named him. It in mm-hmm. your home? Yeah. Just did like. <laughs> he paid rent and everything. <laughs> he just did like small things around the house. We never even really saw him. He just. We assume it's a he. I don't know. She? Rowan, what do you think? I think he's a he. he? Yeah. But. Based on his personality, I think he's a he. Okay. But um, we called him Nomel. He was, he was just a little household spirit is what we call them. Everybody kind of has one. They just kind of take possession of a home and it's like, uh, they just 
are around to help you out, and um, most of the time they're very friendly. Um, you never see them, but yeah. Una, is that kind of what your spell is like that you were talking about? Which one? One you said that you could make me a helpful person thingy. Yeah, but I think I have more control over my spell. I think there's a, a little more free. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, um, maybe you misplace something and then the next morning it's back on your your table. Or, oh, or that's nice. um, maybe uh, something broke and suddenly it's fixed. It, that kind of thing. So these spirits, they just kind of pick your house and... And then they're there? Pretty much. I think they I think they very much are attracted towards um, the people who live within the home and the personalities of those people and the the energy of those people. So what about these scary spirits? Do any of them have names? Well I, I don't really know about the scary ones. We do have some other spirits that live in the forest, but they're more Territorial, not necessarily scary. They just kind of have their own um, dominion over certain areas of the forest. They have names, though. I think the one. Do, do people give them names, or do they tell you their names? Um, well, the ones that were that are like the household spirits, we just name them because they never tell us. Um, we just they're they're made up names that we just give them, kind of like you would a pet. Um, but forest, the forest spirits. Uh, They've been around for a long, 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 long time. So I don't know who originally named them or if they named themselves. I'm not sure. I just heard from stories after stories after stories. It could be that they named themselves and and spoke to someone in the forest. Perhaps one of the elders. Or it could be that they were once household spirits, won the... Um... When the forest wasn't inhabited, maybe they were the first household spirits and they became the forest spirits. Could definitely be it. Now, here's me maybe making the weird assumption, but Rowan, you are from the forest where these spirits live, right? Or your tree was? Yes. Is it possible that you maybe have some relation to these forest spirits? I do not know. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I am, I don't know how, how my, my spirit came to be. It could be that I was once a forest spirit. It could be, I don't know. Just kind of interesting, I think. I agree. If I knew, I would maybe tell you, depending on if mama and papa wanted me to. I don't know. Pretty amazing story. You know, someday I, pr- I would like to visit your village, if, even if you had to blindfold me and, <laughs> you know, put a bag over my head to make sure I can't find my way back or something. But um, I, I'd, I'd like to visit. I am really hoping that perhaps Mama and Papa would be willing to either visit us or us visit them soon. And so perhaps we could ask them when we do end up being able to meet again. Hopefully one day we'll be able to bring you. Are you two not from the Fey realm? No. Oh, I just always assumed. Oh, that's right. We have company. <laughs> oh. Brother. 
I, d I don't mean to pry. I understand the needs of keeping secrets. Obviously. I just, I always assumed you were from the Fey Realm. No, we were, we were born here. Um, our, our mother is from the Fey Realm. Oh, okay. So you, in Fe you live in Feyen then? No, we, we're from a small, small, uh, a village, um, a little bit, more in the forest towards the forest um but we are currently in Feyen for work mm, all right okay all right that makes sense we're on a work release program <laughs> <laughs> she's getting they're getting their green card <laughs> is rowan gonna tell a story Goodbye, <laughs> we're the king <laughs> <For us>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he'd have a story. He would. He would uh, have the stories that Norris told him and that Mama and Papa yeah. told us. Yeah, I don't. He's. He likes to listen to stories, but I don't know if he's. Does one he for retain remembering them? And, <laughs> right. That's. I don't know if he's one for like retelling stories necessarily. Sure. I think, if anything, I think he'd be able to. Um. Retell memories. Um, you know what I. I have a feeling that when Nora is sad or scared, she would have you retell like a, do you remember when this happened? Think about how happy you were then and like trying to calm her down. So <laughs> yeah. you could probably tell like those kind of memories. That's like probably yeah. the closest you would get to storytelling. Yep. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe he would tell the story of the first time he saw Nora transform into an animal. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. What was the first animal you changed into? Bunny rabbit, right? Because <laughs> nice. she's so cute. Yeah. Fluffy bunny rabbit. Um, Wasn't that like yeah. we decided you guys used to play like a game where like it'd be hide and seek where like she would be disguised as like a little like a little forest animal like like a bird or a, a a bunny or like a little deer fawn or whatever. And, and I you... have to figure out which one was Nora. Mm -hmm. It's yep. so cute. <laughs> bunny rabbit. Yeah. I, I think I would tell the story of the first time I saw her transform. Cool. Cute. Love it. That's all. Has everyone told us? <laughs> no, it's her turn to tell, tell a story. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What kind of I'm story? Time to do you drop some hear? lore, honey. That's not our choice. It's she's got to pick what story. No, she would. And she would ask you guys. Hans and Franz says, "Well, you know, you got to feel what story you know fits the moment. No, we can't tell you what story to tell. We all just ch chose the story that was, you know, personal to us or you know meant something in the moment. So." She thinks for a bit, and she's like, well, mine is more of a song. Good. I like songs. Okay. All right. Uh, so she's like, I'm going to pull out an instrument then, if you don't mind, and she'll grab her, her harp and start playing her harp uh, and start singing a song. And I actually wrote this song, but I don't have music for it. So I'm just torn. I'm like, do I just make up the melody or do I just read oh. the lyrics? Just make it to Pop Goes the Weasel. 
both. I said you say, do Megan? both. I don't know. Well, isn't Gilligan's okay. Isle the universal tune? <laughs> it won't. It won't fit for. It won't fit for this. I might. Just well, have what's to, the? Like, is it a sad it, song? So. A happy song? I'd say do it's the more of a sad Ed Sheeran's song. Misty Mountain. The da, 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 da. No, I might. I might have to wing it because I have to do it based oh. on like the well, beats psh. of the words. Wing so that just, crap, then. I'm gonna just wing it. I'm gonna wing it. Okay. Uh. I don't know. Here we I'm go, nervous. ladies Why and did gentlemen. I do this? My wife's oh, audio debut. All right. Um, she just begins to pluck the strings of her heart very softly, and there's a very uh, melancholy tune that emerges from the heart. And um, after like a few verses of it, she starts to sing. Beneath the stars, across the sea, upon the fields of heather, there roams a mare, wild and free, undaunted by the weather. For on the coast the rains they fall and scorch the earth in anger, and to the mare they sing their call of sorrow and of danger. Why do you linger on the shore? Why do you stay a thrall? Come back to us, they roar. Come back to starlit halls. Melody interlude. <laughs> Melody interlude. <laughs> <laughs> Such strange lyrics there at the end. That was beautiful. It's not done yet. It's not done yet. Oh, keep going, keep oh. going. Oh. I wish I wouldn't have done this when my throat was a little bit kind of getting clogged. And how she longed to join them there, out beyond the waves, past the sea, beyond the air, to lay upon their graves. But if I go, who will sing your song? Upon the heather meadows to tell your tale, right or wrong, your memory not a shadow. Do musical interlude again. And then it goes really, really slow. And then she's like, Beneath the stars, across the sea, upon the fields of heather, there roams a mare, wild and free, undaunted by the weather. I sounded very much like I want to say like Irish Celtic, like classical. Oh, I was trying to ca channel Celtic Celtic women. So yeah, Lizzie, you yeah. just came up with that on the spot. No, I've been writing this song for like four weeks. No, 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 but the the melody and everything. Yeah, that was really good. Well, yeah, I, I originally good. played around on the keyboard well and tried to find like some starting notes. Yeah, and I got. But through, we like, don't even have a keyboard. No, a virtual keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. You, you know, Rihanna, mm -hmm. that sounds a lot like the horse. I figured that's why it would be appropriate. It was a very beautiful song. You have a very beautiful voice. Hans and Franz kind of glances over at at Sherblood. How, how do you? How, is that a, a lot of that true, Sherblood? <laughs> yeah, he'll ask the Lizzie. question again in Celestial. Uh, I'm trying to think of what Sherblood would say. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he'd probably say nay. <laughs> no, he's gonna say it to oh me. Oh my god, that was a bad pun, Josh. Like, oh Look. my god. Fine, he'll go. <laughs> no, 
Okay, I'm trying to think. <laughs> so you asked so you asked him if that was true. Yeah, if that's if the things in that song were true. He would say it feels true where like if I was separated from my family, that is how I would feel. Blah. <laughs> that's what I say. I, okay. I tell them. I tell him what he said. Rhiannon, do you know who wrote that song? Uh, I did. What? That's, you got quite the talent there. Well, and you spend a lot, when you what, have a lot what? of free time, you get bored. What did you, what did you base that song on? Like, did you read something? Or is it just kind of taking elements of, of the horse tapestry? I would say it's a mixture of both. There was, I remember thinking about how the horse had come from the sea and, and uh, how after so much time of how they might be sad and wish to go back to where they'd come from or who they'd missed. So I sort of co-opted it. That was lovely. Yes, thank you for sharing. You were the first to hear it and probably the only. <laughs> why? Well, yeah, why? I mean, why the only? I understand someone has to be the first. We were all sharing personal stories. It feels like a personal song. Yeah, I can understand that. The theme of it, you know, it's on point for what you've told us this evening. Yep, that's, that is, she would say, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting how to talk like yeah, tell us, dude. dude. I yeah, keep forgetting how to talk me. like a noble. Um, Indeed. Indeed. Well, and you, you said I had to pick, some, like everyone else had picked something from the heart, so I should have picked something as well. So I was very much inspired by how Una Una's story as well, so. Thank you. Yes. Well done, everybody. Those are some bitchin' ass stories. <laughs> bitchin' ass. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's not what he would say. That's not what he would say. This is some very well-told stories this evening. You know, usually you know, when we would go camping, it was just my brother and I, and well, you know, we've both heard all of each other's stories, so it's a little repetitive. It's nice sit around and talk with other people and hear other stories. It's also interesting to hear the different types of stories people share as well. Yeah. In Dubstepoli. The heart! Are you guys doing watches? Probably. No. We need to if we're in the hut. Not necessarily. Uh, Unless a rogue no, wizard comes by no. and dispels the hut and kills to. us all in our sleep. Hey, it's possible. No. I will also put alarm. I'll ritually cast alarm as well. That's also eight hours. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, take I'll, my... I'll be on constant watch. Yeah. So I will, uh, I'll go around probably what, like a hundred feet around us from like there to wherever a hundred feet is and then go around the camp. <laughs> and just like little piece at a time lay my string down and go around in a giant circle around everyone and because it, it takes me like 10 minutes to cast uh, alarm and then I'll come back and spend another 10 minutes to cast uh, tiny hut as well and I will have it be like a dark hunter's green color right to blend yeah to blend I mean, I could make it hot pink, but that seems really ridiculous. So, okay. Yep. All of a sudden, you guys see mm -hmm. this hunter green dome appear mm -hmm. that looks 
foggy and glassy and I was wondering if somebody was gonna say something about that. Your rage sure No, he would that stay thing. outside. <laughs> I mean, he could. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy crap. It's gonna be crowded. He's a holy horse. He's quite clean. Holy he would five. fit. I mean, holy there's only, five. what, five of us? So six holy including her. So he takes up two people. So there'd still be room for another six. person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you want a horse sitting in there, pooping That's in true. there. And... Uh, I will give him permission, Does however, to enter it just if needed. Yes, but does. it's just us who have permission and no. Sherblood. And Spreel. I'll let Spreel have permission, too. It'd be weird if he didn't eat Lizzie because he had a carrot last time. I mean, I don't need to eat. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Wait, I don't even worry about you pooping anywhere. Yeah, so alarm is up. The tiny hut is up. He likes the feel of it. Everyone kind of sees. And once you guys enter, it is super Mm -hmm. comfy and cozy. It's not too hot, not too cold, just right. But you can clearly see outside like there's nothing there. Hmm. Rhiannon does pull out more stuff from her bag where she's like extra like down blankets or whatever. Yeah. And pillows. And you can kind of see her like trying to get a little bit comfortable where it's like you can tell she's not used to sleeping on such a hard surface. So she's like kind of tossing around a little bit, but she's not saying anything and she's trying not to make it obvious. (laughs) It's just more of like a like, how do I doesn't like have any the floor doesn't have any give. (laughs) This is like, oh, I can command the light source that's in here. Can I have it look like it's like candlelight flickery light, like very low and dim, but like flickery. Like just ever yeah, so dim, do that. but we can clearly see the beautiful stars above. I like it. Um, yeah, Rowan like would it. just kind of be on, on constant sentry, just in case. Mm-hmm. But if anyone else wants to stand guard as well. Well, an alarm is up, so I should be notified. And it's a hundred feet around. If any creature crosses said line, uh, not necessarily, but yeah. It, well, if they go through alarm, it. whenever a tiny or large creature. Tiny or Tiny larger. Too large creature touches oh. or enters the warded area. Uh, when you cast the spell, you can designate creatures that won't set off the alarm. So it'll designate our party and Sherblood and Spreewell. You can also choose whether the alarm is mental or audible. I'll have it be mental. Uh, the mental alarm will ping me within me being in one mile. Uh, audible reduces produces a sound of a handbell for 10 seconds. Um, so I'll have it be a mental alarm. And since I'm only doing, I did like a hundred foot radius. Yeah. So I'll probably be oh, like, so taken a lot by like little creatures and stuff. I didn't really think that went through, but that's mm-hmm. okay. So, mm-hmm. so if like a frost giant came, came down here, we wouldn't know. Nope. Great. Hey, tiny to large. That's I got, I got that I mean, covered. You don't least. really have to. We good. Yeah, you know, Hans and Franz would certainly get up during the night to to light his his special forge that he constructed. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, you mean like go out and do yep. like a prayer thing yep. over it, or just okay. just over here amongst the rocks? Rowan would, would watch silently sometime during the night, and just <laughs> you would you know, know he's watching because he's excuse me, sir, blood. How common are fairy dragons? <laughs> by the way, Lizzie. They are. I, in this world, how common are they? Uh, Uncommon prob- enough that we haven't heard of probably, them? Probably. 
uncom yeah, you haven't really seen them. I think Una's probably heard stories that some of like the Fae nobility keep them as like pets. Are they in the zoo? Yeah, there probably would be okay. ones in the zoo. Are there ones Cruelty. that look like actual dragons, but are fairy dragons, like golden, angry red dragon, but like tiny? Yeah, they have. They tend to be more of like a crystally looking oh. though, instead of like how I want and, one to be vicious looking. It's not helpful. That's how I would describe them. <laughs> I have, I have an idea for later. That's why I'm asking. But yeah, if nobody else is doing anything during the night other than Josh kind of going out and paying respects to his uh, his shrine. I would probably do that in the morning, but not in the evening. Okay. Yeah, this is like middle of the night sort of thing. Um, <laughs> he works late. But he just, works hard for his money. You know, um, use the small twigs to, to light it and then keep feeding it the the other lumber that he found around the area um, and just get the coals hot and red and white um, and um, and you know just say a kind of a, a little prayer thanking Angeed for her guidance in crafting the the um, the axe for Rowan for crafting the protector um, and uh, you know for um giving me um yeah just giving me giving me guidance and and compliments upon my work um and and you know you uh, letting her know that i i hope to um make a another worthy work um in the near future All right, and then i leave let the let the coals glow red throughout the night or however long they stay and go back into the hut so, how early do you get up to pray, Andrew? Just whenever I normally get up, you know, crack of dawn kind of thing. Okay, probably like dawn-ish, probably. Sunrise. Sunrise, sunset. Um, I feel like in the in the morning, you probably, uh, I think Rhiannon probably would be getting up too, cause, and kind of like stretching mm-hmm. a bit. Like, you know, that stiffness of like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, ow. How's the evening? It was it was a good evening. Did not roll an inside check. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, uh, I rolled a one, so four. Oh, okay. I mean, she looks kind of tired. Like, has like dark circles under her eyes, and like you remember, you probably heard her like rolling around a bunch. But like, you know, she 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 doesn't say. It. He said it convic- convincingly, like, yeah, it was I a good night. Did I notice she slept yeah. at all last night? No, Rowan would have seen, like, she she did not, she slept sometimes, but it was, like, when you can't get comfortable, and it's clearly because she's not used yep. to sleep, roughing it, and she's, like, just trying to get comfortable and, like, tossed and turned a lot. So Rowan probably noticed she was, like, not sleeping good. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything, but, yeah. I know, but, yeah, Rowan's, like, this poor girl didn't sleep at all. Well, I'm glad you came out. It was nice to hang out with you. Yeah, I don't know if we could do this again frequently, but it was pretty nice to escape. Well, whenever you you think you can get away, you know, let us know. Yeah, it'd be it's it's so hard. It's easier if uh, it's easier if you guys come to the school to say hi, but then I might be in classes, and then I might be in important lunches and dinners and then also it'll probably raise comments of why do why does she have so many 
people come by. It's complicated. I'm always worried about people spying on me. You know, is the a better way to get in touch with you so that we can see if it's a good time? Um, certainly sending messages, um, or letters would be all right. Um, well, no, my mail might get read sometimes too. I don't know. Mm. You know, I know that, um, didn't, didn't, Sam, didn't you guys get sending stones? Mm -hmm. So like, I, he's aware of yeah. what sending yeah. stones are, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, yeah, they've got those number. like sending stones. What if, you know, we, we got a pair for... One for us and one for you, and then we can, you know, keep it, keep it out of like you know letters and stuff. It's not actually a bad idea. Um, I know that you had talked about teaching each other things. Um, what if you worked up some sort of tutoring type service outside of school hours? you know, some sort of um, way to make it seem like it's normal that you're getting visitors a lot? Yeah, it's... I mean, you did want to learn more about our culture. I could. I think, That's I true. think it would... See, the, the thing is, is it's tricky because I could say that your cultural ambassadors... Um, you know, trying to petition for stuff for your tribe, which that could potentially work. As far as I know, my father doesn't really have any specific spies in, in Elaine's court, so it would, I don't know if it would, I don't think it would necessarily get back to him. What was that thing that Rowan said about a tutor? Just a cultural tutor? It could be. I mean, I don't want inconvenience. No, no, you, it's so. not an inconvenience. It's more of I'm trying to think of a convincing cover story. Can't I can't I don't necessarily want to explain that I just met you all on the road when I was not supposed to be out of school and. Uh, yeah, know. no, we don't yeah. want to get you in trouble. I'll think about it. And otherwise, sending stones. I could always have Sophia come and deliver messages. I trust her with my mail and everything. I could have her deliver messages to the guild, but. Sophia's the one that we met, right? The one that, that's kind of like her body double met. sometimes. Yeah, 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 okay. What if there's something through the guild? Is there a way that we yeah. could set up a delivery service of sorts? You order supplies from the guild, and we happen to be the group that delivers them. That could work. Or maybe you, you know, wanted us to look into something, uh, something, you know, you needed somebody from the guild to do a job that for you or something. Work. Those are all excellent suggestions. I think the guild... We don't need to make any decisions yes. right now, but we have plenty mm -hmm. of ideas. No, yeah. Yeah, but at least I think this will probably be goodbye for at least a little bit. I probably have to... I have, I have classes today, and I know you're busy all tomorrow, and not tonight, tomorrow night, but it was, it was a very fun night out. Yeah, I'm glad we did it. Agreed. Yeah, okay, I don't know. <laughs> well, do you want, yeah, did you want blood. to take Showblood oh, out for yes. a run? Sorry, I kind of forgot about it. Just a little, still waking up. Yeah. Yeah, let her ride sure. for she'll as long as she wants. Probably. I mean, 
She's she's the one that has class in the morning. <laughs> yes, she uh, she'll go for a ride with Sure Blood for a bit, and she looks quite happy riding the horse. Like you can just tell that she's enjoying being out and like doing something that is a hobby she likes. But otherwise, yeah, when she comes back to camp, she digs through her bag, and then she you guys notice her hair is back to its normal color again, and then she pulls out like a like a comb from her bag that looks like it's silver. And then she just starts brushing her hair and it immediately starts changing the color of her hair. That's pretty impressive. Oh, thanks. I'm not good with illusion magic, so this is the easiest way to at least get some sort of disguise. Change your hair color and don't wear fancy outfits and you'd be amazed at how much you don't get noticed. I would not mm -hmm. know. You will soon, Rowan, now with that, you this have that true. hat. This <laughs> is very true. I think I would use it to uh, turn into Papa. What does it look like? Big, burly... Um, probably wore a lot of um, sleeveless shirts since he's out working on um, out in the forest a yep. lot. Um, Some sleeves yep, are bullshit. Yep. bullshit. Um, I imagine he has a big bushy beard. Yep. Um, probably not like maybe not not quite as long as Josh's hair, but on the longer side. Um, just enough where we can give it a flip. Right. Right, it can look majestic blowing in the wind. <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah, I would turn into nice. Papa. Nora just, like, looks over, and, like, her eyes just, like, light up, like, really excited. And she's like, oh, Rowan, you look just like Papa. And she's going to go and give you, like, a big oh. hug. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to remember every detail. Well, you... This is what your father looks like? Yes, this is Papa. Well, he looks like quite the quite the capable man. He really is. I would like to meet him someday. From from you guys hold him in very high regard. You know, so it's Well hopefully nice to very him. soon. We'll have to to check the for for a letter when we get back. Yes. How many days has it been since you sent that? Five, Five whole days. Is that right? Um, I don't remember. It's been three days. Yeah, it's four been days? three to four days, but you guys expedited shipping it, so. Not yeah. bad. Um, Not bad. And I've been gone for a lot of it, yeah. so, like, good guess. But yeah, basically, I guess, like, like to kind of wrap it up, I get, like, Rhiannon thanks all of you. Una, you see that she's put the, uh, the, the hair the hair ornament you gave her in her hair. Yay! So she's wearing it. And she gives each of you hugs and says thank you for a fun night out. I'll help her sneak back in as well. I'll, uh, as we get closer to the noble sector, uh, mm -hmm. I'll probably change into my the outfit I normally wear mm -hmm. when I go to the novice with disguise self. So I look like I fit in a little bit better and have a reason to be around mm -hmm. this district. Cool. Um, you can easily do that. And basically, she kind of asked for you to, like, maybe be a lookout and see if you see, like, the guards when there's a little bit of an opening. And then you actually see her, because you didn't really see her that well before in the dark, because you rolled pretty bad on perception. Like, yep. you physically see her, like, walk up the side of the wall. Like, she steps uh, on it and just walks, like, in a straight-up line. Spider climbing boots! Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of see her wave to you, and then she like hops over the edge of the other wall, and you don't. S and you can, uh, she sends you a quick message because she does have the message phone. She's like, "Thank you, Una. I hope to see you soon." Yeah, you should tell me how you got those boots. And yeah, then I'll start her away and meet everybody back at the guild. 
Um, so just to kind of give you guys a heads up for where things are, it is the 13th day. You have one day left before the fighting pits, which is tomorrow night uh, in the world of the game. So any final business of stuff you want to take care of, um, you can- I want to go with Nora back to the zoo to see if I can find a small creature that looks semi-vicious that either she can turn into or Spreule can turn into to go with my crazy garb that I was gonna, like my badass black hair, basically Arabian well, princess beat warrior garb. Well, technically, <laughs> the closest thing you could do is like an exotic snake because um, yeah. you're limited to beasts and technically uh, fairy dragons are um, are fey, so she can't Monsters. turn into them and neither mm. can Spreewell. They have to be like, they have to have a beast shape. So you can hey, get an exotic fine. looking snake. Snakes it is! <laughs> I shall be a poisonous snake. Um, yeah, nope, I, I would do that. So that's another question. So if I change Spreewell's form, will my tattoo change? You'd have to see. I, I will have to see. I'm kind of excited about this now. Uh, I haven't tried. I have three servings or three ingredient pools to change his shape. So, but no, uh, that would be the thing that I would want to do is just see a creature that they can turn into that's vicious, that looks like the what I kind of want to happen. Yep, you can make a cool looking snake. Uh,. Is there anything um, else that you guys do within the next day? Um, are we... Are the masks done? We could go pick those yep, up. We can go pick up the masks easily. Um, um, make sure Hans and Franz likes them both. That'd yep. Be so I was listening thing. to the audio, and actually, Megan, I know you described a horse mask, but, like, Andrew's character specifically said he wanted a crow's mask, so I think that's probably what oh. we would have described. So he's got, a he's got yes. like, a, a raven crow mask or whatever, so... Perfect. And then we got the bee mask. They turned out very nicely. Um, so, yeah, they're basically, they cover your guys' faces. They have uh, ties in the back, so part of your hair is out, but not all of it. Um, pretty breathable material. Um, and I will give uh, them their capelets as well, their harpy feather oh, capelets. Yeah. Yeah. So they can have that as another piece of costume, you could say. Um, cool, cool, cool. I think I think Rowan would uh, just do some people watching, try and find some larger, burlier-looking people to transform into when the time okay. comes. Just sort of find someone that he doesn't know as inspiration, just in case. Is he watching people at the guild, or is he going out and watching people in the streets, or not? Not okay. at the guild. Um, um, he, he wouldn't go very far from the guild. He'd probably either sit out front or um, sort of just like walk the perimeter and watch people on the streets. People on the streets. Da-ba-dee-da-da. <laughs> the fuck was yeah, that? Queen. Under mm -hmm. pressure. Well, okay, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's it for me. What about... Is there anything yeah, what about the twins or Nora? Are you doing anything within your day and a half or so before the fighting pit? Well, actually, almost two full days, basically, because it's tomorrow night. Nope, just just trying to earn some more okay. money with Juan. Yeah, Nora would probably go check in the alchemy room and just see what's going on, see if there's anything she could help out with. You're not going to start on a magical item, Josh, for yourself? Not yet. 
I would see if um, there are any like short jobs at the guild, maybe. Okay. Just to make a little cash. Um, you get a request uh, to go and look around the pastures at night where there's some um, livestock going missing. And um, basically you go with a couple of the other like freelancers and it's much more of a smaller paying job. So you probably get like a hundred gold um, like amongst uh, the, the three of you doing this. But basically um, you fight off uh, like a wolf that is going around and like, you know, just stealing sheep. So, you know. Okay. Um, and then other than that, I want to go um, get a set of sending stones commissioned. And I want, because I want them to be like ornate and maybe a little bit smaller than okay. they normally would be. Um, so that Ronan um, can like carry it on herself without, you know, it's like maybe like a, put it like as like a piece of jewelry, like a pendant. Put it on a ring! <laughs> You said a small ornate stone. It doesn't have to be a wedding ring. Jeez, you guys. No, I probably do. Bracelet. Yeah, like a a necklace or a bracelet, something like that. I I don't know how big you Um, determine it to be. You could probably have it. It would probably be like um like a half dollar size would be the smallest you could get it commissioned as. So like yeah, like that. You could get something like that, and it could be that could be made into like a bracelet or a necklace. Or even another hairpiece, but Una already gave her a hairpiece. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, whose does she um, like better? Yeah. Mine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably get um, Una and Nora's input on it as well. Oh, I want to see this go down. No, uh, I just want to see what kind of advice they give you on, like, or how you ask this. I just ask them, hey, I want to get a sending stone made like a piece of jewelry. So that, uh, Rhiannon can carry it around with her. You know, what would you recommend? I would take him to the jeweler because he could be cast on. Does it have to be a stone? Or can it be, like, where I got, like, my blue sapphire? Um, you could use any sort of type of rock as, like, the base. That It just has to be a type of rock that would be of special enough quality that I could hold an enchantment. So you'd have to probably go buy that. And then you could commission... Um, Gale to enchant it, the one that did Nora and Rowan's sending stones. Um, I would take him to the same place that I got the hairpin and show him the blue stone that I picked out for her. So and have him match it. Yeah. There you go. And so she'll have a matching set. That's what Una would try to do. Uh, you want a bracelet or a necklace? Necklace okay. Okay. or earring. Does she have her ears pierced? Um, she, you've seen her wear earrings before when she's dressed up nicely, but I mean, the sending stone would be a big, big earring. Oh, that's true. I would do a necklace. Just, or just get a, just make it a gauge. Yeah, she has to <laughs> gauge her ears out. No, I would say a necklace. Udo would suggest a necklace. What does Nora suggest? Yeah, like a pendant of some sort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe get it like. If I can get like the stone maybe um engraved with like the symbol of the horse. Ooh. Look at you trying to push your religion on somebody else. No, okay. No, because it's something oh. we have in common and it was a common theme the other night. She likes horses. 
you know, geez, guys, make me feel <laughs> no, terrible. I'm just, I want to make you feel as awkward as possible. Uh, no, you can easily Married do that. So my question is, what kind of stone do you want? Because you, you don't have to do like a jewel. You could or do whatever. something. You could, Megan's I don't know. pointed out. Um, Megan, would you have picked like a sapphire or, or like an aquamarine? Or would you have picked more of like an actually like, um... Like a crystal type of stone? I'd have picked like more a of a crystal type of stone, kind of like a quartz okay. almost. So it was like sparkly and shimmery. Um, that's probably what she would have done. Like a so it's like blue, but it has like that crystally mm-hmm. center where that bird probably would have sat, or I don't know. That's probably what she would have been more drawn to, because it looks for her like waves crashing. And I would just point out that that's the one that I chose for the hairpin. If you want to get something to match, otherwise something that looks like that to also match. Or you can get whatever you want. But that's what I would have done. That's fine by him. All right, then you can get something like that and get... They'll do the engraving for you, and then you can take it over to Gail to get them commissioned. Uh, How much? Okay, so how much were your sending stones, guys? It was... It was a thousand. We paid 300 gold up front. And seven hundred upon return. So, how much would it cost to get the enchantment done? That's the real question. We don't, we don't have to do it right now. You well, and yeah, just so you guys know, like if Rowan and Nora would not mind pitching in a little bit for this, if we need to. Same, and we do have uh, five hundred gold in the party fund still. If you, if you want, um. Andrew, you could try to persuade him on the price. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Give me a purse. Mm, let me see. What? Let me look at my DC setter. This is fifteen hard? Oh, it's above average. I mean, not that it matters. I rolled a nineteen, so it's a twenty-five. Yep, you can get hey, him you go. to go down to. Um, you can get him to take two hundred gold off of it, so it'll be. Um, and then with, because you provided the stone, it would be 750. Mm-hmm. 750? It'll, okay. yeah. Uh, it'll take 25, it'll take 20 days to make. Oh, shit. Well, no, actually, really? he probably has help. So he probably has help. So it'll probably take 10 days. Okay. Um, can I borrow a hundred <laughs> gold for You can have Do you want to go? We could go party fund. I mean, like I said, if we want, we have. We have 50 platinum and 124 gold and 110 silver in the party funds right now, which I don't think since this is for her, granted, it's you giving it to her. Um, I mean, I'm totally okay with using the party fund for this, and she's helpful and a friend. Yeah, that's fine. We can do a little split. Yeah. Do we want to do, like... I'll put 600 in. Jesus. Okay. Because that's that's all my gold. Oh, okay. my Damn. God. Well... Do you want to do 550? Oh, I still have platinum. It's fine. Mm. Okay. Um. Then, so what? Then we need 150 50. from party fund? Okay. Then I'll subtract yep. that from the party fund. Uh, and you did just get paid. Uh, you would have probably gotten 35 gold for that sheep uh, or that uh, wolf mission, Andrew. Sweet. Now I've got 35 gold. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, so yeah, 10 days for that. And, um, yeah, otherwise, I was going to say, um, Nora and Rowan, this is probably a good thing to close out on. Uh, you notice in the evening that your uh, stone is flashing. Oh, Nora will 
run over to it and she'll pick it up and she'll go and find Rowan and everything and she doesn't really know how this works so she's like holding it like what do we do? On. <laughs> Play. Go, go, <laughs> gadget I'm gonna, message. I'm gonna do the word count of this. Alright, so you have a message where you can listen to it again but basically you hear your father's voice first like I don't know if this is working. <laughs> and then you hear uh, a woman's voice, which you know is your mother's voice, is like, honey, it's working. We got your letter. Bringing friends is not a good option. We'll come to you. And you can reply, obviously. Uh, 25 words Nora, Okay. Nora would say, <laughs> well, I gotta plan this out. How many words is it? 25. 25? Okay. <laughs> Hi, Mama and Papa. This is Rowan. <laughs> so and this is Nora. We would love to meet you. Where should we go? Love you. Five more. Bye. Three more. <laughs> Three more. You pooping? Pooping? <laughs> <laughs> he would not have it. That's Child so out of character. <laughs> yeah, um, no, you got uh, yeah, because yeah, it's one way message. You, you each get twenty five words. So yeah, yeah, you'll have to wait until sunrise for it to work again. But yeah, um, hmm. the morning. I thought I thought it was a little bit more at will. Nope. Nope. Okay. Weirdly enough, that's fine. Um, you basically wait until the next morning, and then you'll get a message that says, "We could meet you in White Tree, or come to." the city I would be very interested in seeing a magical city like this and then you hear your papa saying we don't need to buy any and then it's just like cut off again. <laughs> <laughs> Nora would reply again yes let's meet in Feyen we can show you the guild and let you meet our friends when can you come Uh, we'll see you <laughs> Now you'll have to wait. Wait, wait until the fight, pit fight. It's fine. She's not in a rush. She's just yeah. like, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> so we'll have to, you'll have to wait for the other half. But oh my God, I was so, I was looking at my calendar. I'm like, oh, they would have gotten it by now. Yes. So, have I received a message back from my friend yet? Um, let me, probably not. Um, it's been four days now, five days. Yeah, yours might be a couple more days, but I, I and I also will have to write out what I said. But yeah, otherwise, if there's no really other business, you guys can, we can start with you either like on way to the fighting pits, or if you guys want to have some more preamble and like getting ready to go, like you can. I guess like what are you thinking as a group? Uh, all I know is I the night before the fighting pits, I want to make sure that I cast good berries as many times as I can. So that way I have a huge stock full for the fighting pits before they hopefully dismiss. So like if I have to cast them at midnight, I want to be able to store them until midnight the next day. As many spell slots as you have. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, yeah. You can get. Because I have six um, spell slots that I could cast 
it doesn't. Yeah, it does not cast. No, it doesn't upcast, but I can use the second level spell to cast it. Mm -hmm. So I would have. Yeah, yeah. So you get ten. So basically, you would have sixty good berries then if you did it. Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) I will. I'll make sixty good berries, and I will. Can I cast it at like two a.m. and then sleep my eight hours so that I'm fully restored? You can sleep in because the the fighting pits aren't going to start until like sundown. Like you were told to kind of arrive like at dusk in this uh, warehouse district of town, but the fighting pits will start like a little bit after that. So like it'll probably they should technically maybe make it through the whole thing. Okay, so then I will I'll wait until like maybe even 4 a.m. if that's okay. And yeah, then, if you want to sleep through the afternoon, that's totally yeah, option. That's probably what she would do, just so she has those in case of emergency. So she'll cast 60 good berries just mm-hmm. to have for the fighting pits. Cool. Um, Go trying to be prepared, you guys. Be prepared. Who is all ready for these fighting pits? I'm excited for It'll them. be fun. Dude, Nora probably so just wants ready. to kill oh, yeah. Lou in the worst freaking way. Um, There's probably going to be a lot of anger there. I'm more. Hans and Franz is ready to drop a people's elbow. I'm curious to see how um, this is going to uh, go because part of me is like, I don't think you could physically throw like somebody into the nobles area where they're sitting, but that would be hilarious. Yes. Well, so I am wondering if I could turn. How small can Spreel be? Like a bee, or is that too small? I have to look at Find Familiar. Well, you have to recast it. Yeah, I have to recast it and use a portion because I have three It's a CR thing. Yeah, it's a CR thing. So let me see. Yeah, so it's not a size thing. Yeah, you could probably make him a B. I don't think a B is the size of like a... I don't think a B is like a... It's probably a CR zero rating. So yeah, you could probably turn him into a B. Or whatever. Yeah, I want to turn him into like a wasp. So that way he can sting him. One point of damage. Hey, one point's a point. Can it be like a poisonous bee? Is that a bee? Have him be a poisonous bee. Ah, shucks. Wait. And it it would be one point of damage and one point of poison. Could he actually even attack though? Because I thought familiars couldn't attack. Oh yeah, that's a good question. They can only take the help action. How sad. Reaction to deliver a touch spell. Oh, I forgot about the touch spell thing. Ooh. Do you have any touch spells, though? You could have Spreel poop on his shoulder. I mean, that's true. More of just annoyance. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't know if I have any touch spells. Uh, Let me look here. It's actually a great question. Nope. Healing Spirit uh, as the first strike. Healing Spirit. You should heal his spirit. He's very sad about being rejected. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I have rope trick. That's not. Yeah, I don't really have any touch spells. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's okay um, though. Cool. I'm excited to see because, and also, you guys have fun with this. Like, if you're gonna try to win the crowd to your side or just insult whoever you're going up against, like fighting, <laughs> like just let's have fun with this, okay? Like, there will be a lot of shit going on in the background, but I do actually don't want. I don't want this to just be rolls. Like, I want this to, I want to channel some <laughs> MMA fighting in this. I should probably just go watch a bunch of, like, fights from, like, uh, <laughs> WWE. To get you want the boulder is no the longer boulder. But I'm very excited. The bee cares not for what you have said to be. That's Hans and Franz's new persona. He just... 
totally, totally changes vocal patterns. Oh my the beast God, yeah. cares not for your actions. You shall be stung. <laughs> Fighting pits are only a day away. What sort of trouble will the party get up to at this very exciting event? Will they only fight against Lou, or will they face off against each other in the ring? Find out next time on the Guardians of Fahal. <laughs>